Dan Campbell says, not so fast on all this Lamar talk to Detroit. Come on now. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. We're back with another week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry. Today is Monday, March 27th, and a Tuesday, March 28th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, thank you for subscribing and watching us for free each and every day on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today, it is Mock Draft Monday. We'll give you the very latest mock draft from our friends at the Draft Network and what the Lions may do at number 6 and number 18. We'll do that coming up momentarily. Also, Lamar Jackson reportedly, not reportedly, Lamar Jackson went on Twitter and said he asked the Ravens for a trade. And of course it pops up. Of course. Why don't the Lions trade for Lamar Jackson? Everybody's talking about the Lions and Lamar Jackson. And Dan Campbell at the owners' meetings in Arizona today told Tom Pelissero something about his own quarterback. We'll read you those quotes coming up momentarily right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and of course, like I said before, watching us on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe and check us out, uh, and you can do that each and every day. All right, so let me breathe for a second here. Um, I, I get it. I understand it. There are national people. There are folks around the country that are trying. They have got to fill time. They've got to fill space. They've got to talk about Lamar Jackson, just like they were talking for weeks about Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, still belongs to the Green Bay Packers. But Lamar Jackson tweeting out that, look, I asked for a trade back on March 2nd. He wants to leave the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens obviously don't want him either, and both sides are a little bit of a stalemate. And I was looking today uh, uh, with the Vegas odds, and I saw that the Indianapolis Colts were like the favorites to land Lamar Jackson, and then it's Detroit. Then I see uh, my buddy Nick Wilson from 92.3, the fan in Cleveland. He put out a tweet today. Oh, yeah, you know, the, the Lions are the NFC team that could go for it. Go for it and spend two first-round picks on Lamar and, and go for it and put Lamar Jackson with Swift and Amon Ra and J-Mo and all these people. Um, it's not happening. Lamar Jackson's not coming to Detroit. Why mess up the apple card here? And here's another thing. Let's say the Lions were interested in Lamar Jackson. Wouldn't you wait until after this draft? Because that way, if you wanted to go after him, you could give up a 2024 first rounder and a 2025 first rounder. The last thing you want to be doing right now, when you've got momentum, when you've got two first round picks, one being a six and one being an 18, is give away what you have at the moment. There is serious momentum in this town for this football team, this roster. They're not going to mess with it. All right? You could throw out all the hypotheticals in the world. And what I like about this roster, and this is not even a knock on Lamar Jackson, who was former MVP, but that it fits the profile of the quarterback that they have right now with the ground game, with the offensive line, 
with the receivers who are boundary type receivers. They, not that I'm saying Lamar Jackson is is a better deep ball thrower than Jared Goff, but that's obviously not exactly Jared Goff's strength. His strength is in the play action game, etc. Not that Lamar Jackson couldn't do that. I can't believe I'm even going down this rabbit hole. I need to hit a rewind button and fix that. The bottom line is this. The quarterback that you have now reads Twitter, surfs the internet like we all do, and still has a chip on his shoulder. Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and they discarded him. Sean McVay was pretty vocal on, yeah, we, we, we need to replace the guy we have with Detroit's guy, which they did, won a Super Bowl. You don't think that doesn't weigh every day on Jared Goff's conscience? You don't think he still doesn't have that chip on his shoulder? Then last year, Jared Goff had a better year than Kirk Cousins and others, got slighted for the Pro Bowl. Now, he ended up going as an alternate later on, but that was another chip on Jared Goff's shoulder because arguably he was the second or third best quarterback in the NFC last year. Now he's seeing what Mike Florio writes at Pro Football Talk. He's hearing what other prognosticators and experts say about how Lamar Jackson's the missing piece for Detroit. And he will continue to have that attitude. He'll continue to play angry. He'll continue to play the watch this card. Jared Goff last year performed in this offense, with this offensive coordinator, with this group of receivers, and everybody's back. Except now you add David Montgomery to the mix, who's a better back than Kazake or whatever his name is, Jamal Williams. Sorry, I don't have my Pokemon. One name I should put on my Pokemon hat thing that Jamal was wearing. Lions have upgraded. I saw a clip the other day on one of these Instagram reels with, with David Montgomery where he's like, I'll take out the garbage. I'll clean the floor. I'll, I'll block every down. I don't care what it takes for us to win. I'll do it. I love that. Absolutely love that. And that is where the Lions sit right now. They're in a very good position. Very good position. So Dan Campbell spoke today to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network out at the owners' meetings in Arizona. I believe Campbell will like officially talk to the media tomorrow. The AFC coaches spoke today. The NFC coaches will hold their press conferences tomorrow. By the way, shout out to our friend Kyle Mikey from MLive.com. Flew all the way out to Arizona to cover the event for MLive, and he got COVID. So get well, Kyle. We love you, man. Hope you feel better, buddy. Here's what Tom Pelissero got from Dan Campbell today about the quarterback situation in Detroit. Quote, listen, feel really good about Goff. Love Goff. Goff's our man. I think he's proven over the last two years that, man, he's made for us. He's had to endure a lot, just like all of us have. I thought he played his best football last year, and I think he's going to come out and play some of his best football this year. Feel good about it, so I love our quarterback position right now. End quote. That is the most positive the most beaming, the most enlightening conversation that Dan Campbell has had with the media about Jared Goff. He's said positive things in the past, but use the word love. I think the Lions are reiterating again to the masses that they're not interested in replacing Jared Goff anytime soon. Now, they could still, as a luxury pick, 
take a quarterback at six and have him sit for two years. Maybe Anthony Richardson they're in love with. They're in a position right now because the roster has been upgraded because the secondary is brand new and all these guys have been added that I think the Lions could still win the division this year and use the quarterback, uh, the, the, the sixth overall pick for a luxury for the future and still get an edge or a D tackle or whatever at 18 and still have two second round picks the next day. Minnesota Vikings don't scare me. The Green Bay Packers, I think, are going to be still pretty good. What do we know about Jordan Love? They still haven't traded Rodgers yet. And don't give me this Chef Poles BS in Chicago. The Lions could draft Anthony Richardson at six and stash him for a couple of years and still win the division this year. I believe that. I do. That's how well they've done in free agency. Still need to figure out the guard situation to the right guard situation. Is it going to be Vitae? Is it going to be Glasgow? Whatever. Maybe they draft. We'll see. But they're in very good shape. But the key to today and day one out in Arizona at the owners meetings is that this organization is backing Jared Goff and they're trying to squash the silly Lamar Jackson rumors. That's part of what I think Dan Campbell was doing today, which I think is cool. All right. Coming up next. Let's do a little mock draft Monday. We will do that coming up next. First, though, our friends at FanDuel. The Final Four is here and heating up with college basketball and March Madness coming up this weekend. No better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the nets next Monday night. I've got UConn going to the finals. If they do, uh, I win my uh, uh, pool. How about that? Um, do it up. It's fun. All in all, that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. It's FanDuel. Don't miss your shot at no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. I was thinking about uh, Rob Parker for a second here, my buddy who worked with many years in radio, now is at Fox Sports Radio and Deadspin and FS1 and all that. Go get dueled. Hey, Mark, go get dueled. Good old Rob Parker. All right, it's a Monday edition of Locked On Lions, everybody. Locked On Podcast Network. And Brad Holmes, I think he's going to speak, I don't know if it's later today after we record in Arizona. I know Dan Campbell's definitely going to sit down and speak to the entire uh, media contingent tomorrow. Mike Tomlin spoke today, um, and they were asking him about Cam Sutton, and he was just glowing about how good Cam Sutton is and about how smart Cam Sutton is the newest Lions starting cornerback. So, some good pickups, certainly, by Brad Holmes in free agency, including Mosley and Sutton and Johnson for the secondary. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine today, the great Joe Giacona, about the 4 2 5 defense and how Lions secondary right now with Walker, a healthy, uh, healthy Tracy Walker, Kirby Joseph, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Manuel Mosley, and uh, Cam Sutton looks really, really good. Then you get Jerry Jacobs, Will Harris, and Jeff Okuda all coming off the bench to provide some depth at cornerback. Looks uh, looks very good. 
right. Our friends at the draftnetwork.com have their latest mock draft. They put out a draft mock each and every Monday. So it's mock draft Monday from our friends at the draftnetwork.com. Uh, Carolina Panthers at number one, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. I'm going to do it with my water here. Ooh. should be interesting to see where these quarterbacks all go. But in this mock, C.J. Stroud, number one. Bryce Young, number two. Arizona would get Will Anderson, the edge from Alabama, at three. Will Levis at four to the Colts. At five, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida, would go to Seattle. At number six, uh, thedraftnetwork.com, and their author today, Keith Sanchez, has the Lions taking Jalen Carter at number six. Again, I don't see it, but that's what they have. Quote, Jalen Carter's off-the-field situations are starting to make people wonder if he will slide the draft, but I don't believe so. Carter's talent is just too good to pass up. I also believe an organization with a strong-willed head coach like Dan Campbell will be a good environment for Carter to develop as a pro and address the things that need to be addressed End quote. I don't think there's anything there you could argue about Jalen Carter and addressing a need for the Lions at defensive tackle. Kalijah Cansey from Pitt, I still think, is somebody that the Lions are interested in. I don't know if it's 6 or 18. We'll see. Lions reportedly will be at his pro day on Friday in Pittsburgh, and we'll see how he does. That could be a, a serious culture fit. I don't know if Jalen Carter is, but here's another mock that knows full well that Jalen Carter is arguably the best defensive player in this draft, even better than Will Anderson. Uh, and the Lions would not pass him up in this mock draft at six. The uh, rest of the top ten, Christian Gonzalez at seven going to the Raiders. Falcons would take Broderick Jones, a big tackle from Georgia. Bears at nine, Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas. And Miles Murphy at ten, the edge from Clemson with Pete Skaronsky, who we talked about a lot last week, going number 11 to Tennessee. Then at number 18, the Lions, for this new mock from the draftnetwork.com, the uh, number 18th uh, pick in the first round, the Lions would take Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame. Keith Sanchez writes, quote, the Lions offense played well with Jared Goff at quarterback last year, but they need to continue to add weapons. Last year, they traded away tight end TJ Hawkinson so they could take tight end Michael Mayer to fill a void. Mayer is a well-rounded tight end that can offer production in the passing game but also to productivity in the run game. End quote. Lions would be passing on the likes of Joey Porter, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah. Tyree Wilson drops to 23 in this mock draft to the Ravens. Of course, he's got some injury concerns now um, and might fall. Um I also saw today a report that uh, Calais Campbell, 37 years of age, will meet with the Lions. He's met with some other teams. And the uh, veteran edge rusher spent last year with the Ravens. The Lions are reportedly showing some interest in him. But uh, Michael Mayer at 18, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, I like what the Lions have at tight end right now with the three-headed monster of Brock Wright. James Mitchell and Shane Zilstra, but Mayer is big time. He is. He's a big time talent, very, very good blocker, and can make plays in the passing game. So I would not have any issue at all with the Lions getting Michael Mayer at 18. Again, what is very interesting about this draft 
is that before free agency, I think we were all talking about as far as mock drafts go, the Lions have got to get a corner at either 6 or 18, and you figure they'll get an edge or a D lineman at some point also. Now that the Lions have just loaded up on all these cornerbacks and safeties in free agency and have all of these guys available. I even mentioned Chase Lucas before the seventh-round pick that they still like. Now I don't see them taking a corner at 6 or 18. And I do think there's a possibility that the Lions could take a quarterback at six just to stash for a couple of years. Remember, Jared Goff is under contract for this year and next year, but you don't think Goff after this year, if he has another really good year in 2023, would Jared Goff um, go into 2024 on a one-year deal? He would want an extension. He would. He would want to be shown the money. And if the Lions and Dan Campbell and everybody is talking about how much they love him, they're going to have to show how much they love him. And you know, we saw the growing rate and the market on quarterbacks and the amount of money guys like Deshaun Watson um, and others have gotten, Derek Carrs and, and people like that. It's outrageous. It's crazy money. So Jared Goff will probably want that after this year but I don't think the Lions are doing anything to replace him uh, anytime soon. I just don't see that. Um, you know, as far as some of the other players that they would be passing up, I mentioned Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'd be interested if the Lions took a wide receiver. I'd be very intrigued if a Quinton Johnston, a Jackson Smith and Jigba, somebody like that, a Zay Flowers, would be someone that the Lions would take at number 18. I don't I don't see it. I don't think the Lions are going to do that. Brad Holmes loves loves linemen. And I don't know if Detroit with Jamison Williams, with Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, um uh oh my gosh. Why am I drawing a blank? Uh <laughs> I, Tom Kennedy, Quintez Cephas, all of these guys, I think they'll get a receiver, another one, but I don't think it's going to be in the first round. Um, Mayer, I could see because he blocks. He could help in the running game, but I think Brad Holmes wants linemen, you know, tight end, something like that at 18, defensive tackle, a Cansey, whomever, before they go receiver. But Smith and Jigba, is intriguing to me, but not sure the Lions would go there at 18. And I know they want to replace DJ Chark. I'm sure they're going to bring in somebody, um, whether it's through the draft or a one-year flyer on a veteran free agent wide receiver that's still available. But I don't know if Brad Holmes has taken a receiver at 18. He loves defensive linemen, and he's taken a bunch of them the last two years in the draft. Will he do the same? We'll have to see. I'll uh, be interested in seeing how many different Lions brass members show up at Pittsburgh to see Cansey work out on Friday. Wouldn't it be crazy if the Lions took, I don't think they're going to, but what if they took Jalen Carter at six and Kalijah Cansey at 18 and they just loaded up on D linemen and just said, screw it. Free agency, we're, we're loading up on defensive backs. Draft, we're loading up on D linemen. Wouldn't surprise me knowing Brad Holmes. So we'll have to see on that. 
All right, that is your Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, please subscribe. Check us out for free each and every day on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Uh, we got a couple of guests I'm working on for this week. We'll hopefully uh, check in with our buddy Eric Eber, uh, Eric Eager, Eric Ebron, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, Mr. Hashtag Restore It, who's big on the Lions. We'll probably do that this week uh, as well. And uh, we'll hear about um, some of these possible rule changes that are uh, going to be proposed by the owners to the owners this week out in Arizona. Matt Derry with you. It's been a Monday edition of Locked On Lions. Take care.